You're tuning into the Active Mom Podcast with physical therapist, Dr. Carrie Pagliano, a real mom's guide to all things postpartum return to workouts after baby. If you're a postpartum mom, coach, trainer, or physical therapist looking for answers on how to get back to running, CrossFit, yoga, Pilates, HIIT, you name it without the fear of pelvic floor issues or doing something wrong, this is the podcast for you. Let's start the show. All right, so I have a couple this morning. So we're going to do active family postpartum this morning. Um, I'm super excited to have on. Um, it says Brittany, but we have Brittany and Mike of uh, Savage Fitness, also the conditioning room here in Arlington, Virginia. Um, and I wanted to have them on, first of all, because... Um, First of all, because I love their gym and I go there, but second of all, because um, they are just the quintessential active parents with a couple of kids and have really navigated um, what it's like to be parents uh, and be active themselves and, and kind of keep up with everything. So thank you guys for coming on. And maybe you can give us a quick kind of update who, who you are and how you came to be not only a couple that are active together, but to own a gym together and all of that. Uh, so I'll... <laughs> the the short version um we met shocker in the gym uh she was doing burpee pull-ups and i fell in love oh <laughs> um oh we met in the gym and um you know it just we had so much in common and the fitness and everything else in life and just worked out and we had similar goals and um future goals and you know it just uh, we talked it about it a lot we talked about it all the time mm -hmm. and it just uh I had I had bought the name the conditioning room like 15 or 16 years ago. No kidding. Yeah, kind of a, a way back in the day, and um, she just uh, gave me the confidence to do it with her, and Aww. we did it. Yeah, That's so great. We did take a few shots that got shot down. Oh yeah. So like it wasn't there's was a few attempts. Yeah, there wasn't. It's not necessarily a smooth. It wasn't smooth sailing. We we did find some locations and it didn't work out, and it took years years until the stars aligned in 2018 and then we were able to to really put it into motion so you know a little bit That's of awesome it's hard work and persistence and the other part of it is kind of timing you know yeah when it's actually supposed to happen it's so funny when you first started talking about being shot down i thought you shot him down in dating <laughs> and so i'm like wait a second there's a story there <laughs> uh, we, did, we were friends first for about a year. okay all right yeah. Okay. All right. And, and so, and, and so background wise, um, Brittany, you have a background in gymnastics, right? Like you competed as a kid and not gymnastics. No dance. dance. That's what it was. I knew it was super flexible, something or other. So yeah, I get that a lot, but no, I actually really didn't start, um, doing that gymnastics stuff until I met Mike. No Drew kidding. Okay. On a bar or did any of that. Stuff. Was I it more modern dance or I can't remember? Yeah, yeah, I would, but I taught all of it. I taught all of it. I choreographed all of it. Um, but I think that I personally really liked contemporary dance the most. Yep. I taught all ages, three to three to three. And I did dance teams out in Herndon and I did, um, and I did competition. Teaching. Okay. Yeah. And did you ever think you would marry an Olympic bobsledder? And I didn't believe they told me I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just blowing smoke up my, you know what, just to kind of tell himself some. That's uh, a very unique pickup line, Mike. I mean, how often did you use that? <laughs> I did not have good pickup lines, and that, no. you know, that was, if it was, 
And it was probably the best one I could have used. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And so you guys, like you, you do coaching with Savage Fitness. That's your, your um, personal training business. And then you have the conditioning room. Um, both of you, I know, have worked with a lot of moms um, over the years. I, I'm guessing that's probably not something you necessarily set out to do, but just something that sort of came organically considering where we live. Can you tell a little bit more about kind of how how people find you and and what is the the challenges that that moms have when they come to see you? So I've been uh, in this personal training for about 27, 20 years now. I think as I started young college, and, um, I think as I've grown and got older, the clientele has also grown and gotten older with me, and it just so happens that they some of them have me before being a mom and then transitioning into being and I've really always been wanting to like make my you know knowledge as I could so I like prenatal training courses and I was the only guy the women and just learning about kegels and <laughs> you know yeah I could I, I think um I really just enjoyed um training moms during pregnancy, letting them recover after pregnancy, and then rehabbing them back to feeling somewhat normal again yeah. after after pregnancy. And uh, I, I just, you know, I don't have a whole clientele of postpartum and, and, and moms, but I've done enough through the years to, to have a little bit of knowledge on it. And it, it's yeah. watched them from uh, pre-baby, being, you know, confident and strong and, and fit to like going through the emotional roller coaster of pregnancy and um, and their hard. body changing and like just trying to keep them strong, not only physically, but mentally and yeah. then going through the postpartum and then watching them get strong again after baby going back to like what they used to be is like amazing. And yeah. Fun to watch. And, uh, fun to take through that journey too. For me. Yeah. I think so too. Did that influence at all, you know, Brittany, when, when you got pregnant the first time, like, did that influence, you felt like, okay, we kind of, we've got this, we, we understand how this is going to go a little bit. Did that help? Or did you feel like it was all brand new? No, it was all brand new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, everybody's different. And yeah. And you have to basically, she went uh, with how she felt, felt good, but everybody, you have to just listen to your body. I think yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, him and part of what kind of encouraged him to to seek more education and stuff like that was because strength training is not just a season; it should be for all seasons of your life. And making sure that um, that we're equipped and prepared to help people continue that through all seasons of life is so important because it's. It just takes one little derail, derailment, if that's a word. Yeah, like one little derailment, and, and it can be so much harder. But if you can just do a little bit and just think about taking everything, pregnancy one day at a time, your recovery one day at a time, and then even coming back to the gym one day at a time, like, I mean, really, it's just one drop of sweat. It's just one walk in the neighborhood. It's just, it's just, it just starts with that one action. And Listing then your new baby. Right. And then, you know, and then you just it's like laying bricks and you just keep doing that and I think that's why when I initially did this with you I, I talked so much about the mental strength because yes. all the tools and you can have the all the resources and sometimes with the internet you can have too much of it 
I think if for me personally, I had to pull away from that. I had to like not try to consume so much, kind of like tap into my body and emotionally and physically and mentally and see where I, w- where I was at each day and just just get myself through that one day, let myself feel good and then do the same thing the next day. And you know what I mean? It, that's, yep. that's what I think is important. Yeah, I think that mindset piece, I think it, especially for moms that are so incredibly used to, um, they know what their body feels like, they know, you know, okay, this is what I should be able to do, I can be active every day. And now all of a sudden, you've got, you know, schedules that are different. And sometimes people didn't, you know, nobody slept last night, or, you know, whatever. Um, I th- That's probably the best advice I, I, you know, share, or, you know, I hear from people It's like, you know, you really you can't, I, I like to leap forward and be like, oh my God, it's going to be like this the next, next 16 years. <laughs> That's not great advice. Don't do that. <laughs> definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. So for, for you guys, when you have someone that's interested, so if it's um, a mom that's interested in personal training, I, I know like a lot of postpartum programs are really kind of sort of basic and things like that. And you guys really, you, you take things up quite a notch. Um, and, and I, with both of your backgrounds, I mean, there, there are gymnastic components, there's cardio components, there's, you know, obviously weightlifting components, like how do you figure out, or how do you encourage moms that they can do more? Um, I mean, me personally, I didn't start doing any sort of weightlifting or CrossFit or anything until after my youngest was three. So that was a whole sort of mindset shift, like, oh, hey, I can do these things even as a mom, even as an older woman, not that I'm old, but you know where I'm going with that. But like, how do you kind of help shift mom's mindsets that they can do all these things? Um, okay. So for me, <laughs> well, I, when I, we actually have a couple people that are newly pregnant and they're just like, can I, what do I do? Yeah. But I look more for like, okay, what's, you know, what's our blueprint? What, what's on the board, right? I Sometimes I look at it as more as a blueprint versus like, something that is set in stone and this is what you have to do or you don't do it at all. I don't like that. I look at it. I'm like, okay, that that's our blueprint for you. What's the stimulus we're trying to uh, achieve. So not necessarily always the movement, but the, you know, this, the movements are programmed for a particular stimulus that day. And I try to find that stimulus for either a pregnant person or someone that's postpartum. And if I focus on that and continue to build on that as they're recovering or or continuing to grow through pregnancy, if I just keep trying to achieve that stimulus, eventually we also get to those movements. So it's, yeah. you almost work in, you almost work backwards, I would think, but, um, and then, and then they feel it too. They, they feel accomplished. And, and again, it comes back to your mind when you feel accomplished and you don't feel defeated and you don't feel overwhelmed by what you're reading versus what you're doing, like what you're seeing on the board. And you all of a sudden get that little, boost of confidence and that confidence comes back the next time and then you just you just kind of keep keep weaving that web you know what I mean yeah talk a little bit more about stimulus kind of what you mean by that when when people are listening no I mean like so you can see on the board if they're coming to class or not or coming to us as personal training um there's a certain movement that we want to from like heart rate to elevate a little bit and you're seven months pregnant you don't feel like doing double unders great right. there's things that we need to, to keep an elevated heart rate comfortably in it could be a 
plate step up. It could be um, a, a, a hop skip over the plate. It could be anything a little bit of movement that's, that stimulates like the dog. Right, like an incline mountain climber. Like I have uh, clients leaning in the box and do the of the knees. When mm-hmm. you're get your heart rate up and just that slight tilt, but it's not too much of a tilt. And then, yeah, and then you come back from pregnancy. But you know that you could do those things before, and then you just start building upon it afterwards. Yeah, and I think that brings up a good point because a lot of women that go into whatever you know exercise are like, oh, well, I'm going to do this move or I'm going to do this thing, and they don't really get the and and this is where you guys use the 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 term stimulus, but like, what's the why behind it? What's trying to be accomplished? And that's what I really like about the programming you you guys do that was very different when I joined. Was like, oh, this is going to be the focus for this period of time. We're going to be kind of doing this, and then that's going to change as opposed to, oh, it's deadlift day again, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. So that's I I think that's so important when you know, especially women are trying to accomplish something kind of what you said you're like you know you you realize you can do a little bit more because those things are being challenged whether it's cardiovascular or or your stamina like we're working on this week or things like that Um, but I don't think that gets highlighted enough I think we get bogged down and okay can you do bridges can you do this can you do that Um, but I, I, I like how you guys do that for for you guys as parents, what's been the biggest thing to navigate? You your your small business owners. <laughs> your kids are now how old? Three five. and five. Yeah, so you're in it. Um, <laughs> and you guys like to work out. How how do you make this all work? I mean, we, we were talking earlier before you came on about how you you don't see each other in the same plate at the same time very much. Like. How, how do you prioritize that? How do you make sure that that all, all happens? And I'm going to have you guys scoop for just a little bit. The audio is getting a little caught up. Um, that is a great question. I talked to with a lot of moms or even that mindset, making that commitment to yourself and then communicating it to your partner. For me, it's communicating it to your partner. And so I've always said it like prior to kids or like this, I was a dead set like damn five. I worked out every at that time then i got into business and guess what you have to work at that time so then that kind of changed a little bit and then i had kids and you never know what you're going to get now so it's like i tell myself so i'm i'm making it happen tomorrow but when it's going to happen that that can be like that can be the toss-up but he knows i communicate to him i make it a priority to myself and then i just have to to it. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be perfect. Yeah. It's going to be at the same time every day. But when I have that window opportunity, I see it. And it really does start with the mind. It starts with kind of thinking about it beforehand and then committing to it the day of. And once you do that, you know, a couple days at a time into that, you know, that 21 day period where that's where you really form a habit, it's, you don't sacrifice it as much. You don't, yeah. you, you keep it priority list you do it for yourself you know that you're a better mom you're a better wife you're a better partner because of it it's true yeah no and we've we've talked about this too like i i'm always a, a morning workout person but had previously gone to like a 9 30 sort of class and okay. it's so much easier now that i'm like all right 5 30 i'm in it's done then I switch gears. I'm like, all right, we got to get the kids up to school or swim team or camp or, or whatever that is. But that box is checked. Like, and you yeah. do, you have to outsmart yourself because I, I know come three, four or five o'clock, forget it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. 
old. It's not going to happen. But that that took a long time. I mean, my kids are eight and 11. It took a long time to find that sweet spot. It, it wasn't like that when my kids were three and five. I think I was just starting to go um, because they had child minding and I could take my kid with me. So yeah, Mike, for you, like, go ahead, Brittany. Oh, I was just saying, you have to be flexible with yourself. In the yeah. Three and five-year-olds need child care. I do. There, there's things that kind of do have to, like, I need that help. I need that assistance. Um, or I have the kids myself and I got to figure it out. And I do. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it helps you have a home gym. <laughs> it helps. Before my home gym, I had a set of dumbbells and I would do it in the backyard. It was just knowing how much harder it would be if if I didn't prioritize it. Yeah. So, you know, that can be motivated. Well, and I I think that's really important too, when you have somebody like I, uh, I'll have certain clients that like, if they don't get to their workout, everybody's going to suffer. Things are just, it, 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 no, but like, seriously, like, and (laughs) Mike was not pointing at you. Um, No, but like, and, and I think in the DC area, there's, there's definitely a lot of women here that, if that, and, and, you know, I work with a lot of runners too. If runners can't run, if lifters can't lift, if they can't do that, they lose a piece of themselves. And I think that's a really big challenge postpartum. And when voices are like, oh, you'll get to it. Don't worry about it. I'm like, no, 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 this needs to happen. How can we get to this as soon as possible? And, you know, that's where I'll have clients that like, I had one mom, it was her second kid. Um, she had started back to running at like three or four weeks postpartum. And she's like, did I mess anything up? And I was like, honestly, no, actually, you probably made a good choice because that for her, like if she didn't do it, it was going to lead to, you know, postpartum depression or things that were far worse. And that's where I think the conversation about, you know, kind of meeting moms where they are and understanding their mindset and understanding the role of exercise is so important because you can't assume that it means the same thing from one person to the next. And it may mean, gosh, you know, we have to move hell, hell and and high earth everything to make sure that this happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, Can I tell you a story real quick? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I exactly, especially because of the serotonin levels and with pregnancy and postpartum, your hormones are so out of whack. Anything that helps that for me, that small piece, working out, lifting, doing something, something that just got my serotonin levels, uh, raised my serotonin levels. And I don't know that, but Hugs got really sick at six weeks. I do remember. Yeah. And so to children's for about nine days and when I realized I wasn't going home for nine days he brought me dumbbells and I have video out in the ICU um with hugs and (laughs) I do but it was like this was a very dramatic time hospital and the nurse made a joke once they moved my bag and she said do you have a dead body here (laughs) you know it helps me a lot. It kept me positive and, yeah. and, and gave me something to look for to break up the day too. Yeah. So, but how, how smart were you to one, know that about yourself and to marry a guy that knows to, to bring <laughs> the dumbbells to the ICU. Like that, that sounds like, that sounds like love right there. <laughs> almost before I finished saying, already saying, do you want me to bring you weights? And I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, He's he's, here. It's a a true testament to her, but her as a person, her as a mom, staying motivated is tough 
in general. Right. But she's, she's always made it a priority and just, she touched a little bit about like, um, being, adding confidence to your day and taking that to the next day. And if you, it just can stay consistent for a little bit. Once you start to to feel that fire of it, making a change, just the feeling of it, not, not the visual, that feeling will carry over. And then once they start seeing physical change, it's like they've lit the fire and it's just, it's a, it's burning. Yeah. And yeah. That, that motivation gets easier and easier, but, um, cause the discipline you're, you're you have to just you have to be, be disciplined. disciplined. Yeah. Well, it, it's so much of that I think has to be internal. And so what you're saying is like, you know, once they have that feeling, because it's not enough that you're like, okay, show up, show up, show up. It's, yeah. it's, it's that feeling that comes that's like, okay, I need to do this. I need to, to, to keep showing up. Um, I think that's where you get the longevity for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it starts with just showing up. You're exactly right. I clearly like um, really relate to the postpartum. I mean, I'm a guy, right? Um, I didn't deliver a baby. I didn't go through that. I don't have the hormones like that. But what I can say, just to speak for fathers who maybe play sports or were really active, um, my postpartum was not having uh, sports to train for anymore. And yes. I retired from everything. I really had no motivation to do anything. It was my postpartum depression, my post-athletic um, <laughs> depression. And, um, you know, with her being by my side too, it, it helps to have someone really motivated because now discipline. she, yeah, she, and discipline, she keeps me on my toes and keeps me at least getting those few days a week in, in training and staying strong and healthy for not just myself, but the family and the kids, the kids. and, you know, yeah. keep the energy levels up. So, you know, although I don't have the postpartum depression, I had that post athlete you know no more no more sport depression yeah and you competed pretty much all through because you did baseball for a while and then went into to um seven years old to uh, my junior college i played baseball acl injury took me away from baseball but found bobsledding so next seven years that i did bobsledding till 2002 olympics and then from 2002 you know i i owned gyms and stayed a little bit motivated, but it, it was hard. Like not yeah. to anymore was, was difficult. Yeah. And that's, that goes along with mindset too. I would imagine where you're like, okay, this is my job. This is, I, I show up, I do this all the time too. Okay. Now what? Right. Yeah. And mindset and I, for anybody similar, similar position and moms too. And I, I get, I get moms too myself, but it was with him it was a lot of like, well, I used to be this. Mm. Do things too, and I would tell him, "I'm like, don't worry about what you used to be able to do, but what you're doing today. Today will get you tomorrow." And shifting that mindset is so important because that mindset of like, I used to be able to do this, or before my baby, I was able to do this. It's it's such a negative self talk, and even though even though you don't want to believe it, like it, when you keep repeating that, even if it's out loud, it's you are absorbing it a little bit internally and that can just be kind of toxic, can be poisonous. So I don't, I, I really don't allow my clients to even speak like that. And I'm like, yeah, but look what you've done now. You've done had a great pregnancy. You have this kid looking up to you. Like look at everything you have now. Like, let's let that be 
something. That's your why. This is the season that you're in. And then, you know, you get over that little hurdle and you start to see, like, I start to see the things that I can do now. Maybe I wasn't doing before, but these are the things that my kids get to see me do now. And things that I have ownership over that make me feel good and give me empowerment. And, and then that makes me stronger in so many other aspects of my life. And, and I think, I just think it's really, really important to talk positively to yourself, set your, it doesn't have to be a goal there for me. I have no angle. My goal is every day I do, (laughs) I just do something that makes me feel good and proud of myself. And I do it again tomorrow and I do it again tomorrow. And that's what I hope, you know, and that's enough. It's more than enough. I don't have to be, you know, there doesn't always have to be this like dramatic finish line. Right. I don't know how to, no, I, mean, I don't know how to put that the being, right way. Being fit is a lifelong commitment. There you go. Just you do a little bit each day to stay healthy. And, you know, life is short regardless. Be healthy and fit and move better yeah. and stay strong. Well, I think that's always why I, it, 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 I used to not be excited about sending clients to trainers who didn't have kids or even guys or that sort of thing. But I was always super comfortable um, with you, Mike, before I even knew you, because I just, I kind of, I, and I think this explains it to me a little bit more now where you kind of come from that place where you're like, I'm just happy to be moving now. I can be moving a little bit more. Um, you guys, your motto for, for the conditioning room is stronger than you think. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's not kill, crush, die. It's like, no, actually we can do more than, than you actually probably think. And a lot of moms, I think postpartum to, to your point, Brittany, like battling those mental challenges you, you can do more than you, than you, you, you think you just got to keep showing up and doing that. So, well, your kids have great role models. Um, I'm super excited to see as they grow and, and, um, you're, you're entering sports with them. That's going to be fun too. So <laughs> hang, hang on for the ride for that one. Um, yeah. for, for anybody that wants to get in touch with you guys, what's the best way to find you as far as, um, personal training um, here in the DC metro area, and then also the conditioning room, if you don't, wouldn't mind sharing that. Yeah, for um, personal training, it's um, savagefit.com. All the info is like right there on one page. Um, they I can think re- I got this here, yeah. Uh, they yep. can reach me at uh, 202-320-0082. Um, and uh, the conditioning room is uh, the conditioning room dot fit, um, fitting. Uh, and, uh, all the info about classes and everything we do there is right on that website. They can also If you go to Instagram handles, you can also DM us too. Yep. Awesome. That's easy. And, and I can totally vouch for your classes. I've been going, I guess, a little over a year now, and it's been a, a, an awesome experience, enough that I will get in my car and drive at five in the morning down to Courthouse. If, if I keep doing that, you know it's going well. So. That's commitment. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, we have a good crew going. The coaches are usually nice, wide awake, ready to go. Um, we, we have a good crew at 5.30 a.m. So, all right, well, thank you guys so much for, for coming on and sharing a little bit about your story. And um, again, if you want to find Mike and Brittany, there's the, they're at the conditioning room and at Savage Fitness on IG. Thank you guys so much. You are the best. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Bye. Did you enjoy the podcast? If so, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and tell a friend to do the same. Register now for the free on-demand postpartum mama masterclass, how to overcome the three most common return to run mistakes. You can skip to the good part and get back to running while missing these mistakes. 
find this and more free resources under the patient section on carriepagliano.com. This podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carrie Pagliano and her guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical advice and is for entertainment purposes only. Always consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions.